You're listening to the Carl Network. <laughs> Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps. For you creeps, I'm your host. My name is Vinny, and joining me today in studio, the man, the myth, the jerk-off. It's hot cook a car What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Great to be back in studio with you, my friend. And I noticed mm-hmm. the boss is here today. Yep. And uh, it's much cooler in the building than it normally is. I like it when the boss is here on Monday. You're going to start again. We're going like to start that. out again. Oh, it's okay. good. I'm, I'm saying good things. All good. All right. All good today. Look at you. It is t- The temperature is pretty good in here today. It's nice. It feels good. Yep. Uh, Carl, today we are going to have a competition, but right after this competition, I'm going to throw this out now. For those of you who are not bonus content subscribers that are watching live, coming up this afternoon, a little bit later, it's going up today. Thunder in Paradise Part 4, baby. With Brian Johnson joining us to find out what happens to Hulk Hogan's wife. Now, I originally had intended on live streaming this, Carl. I wanted to live stream it because we're doing it from this studio today. Okay. And I decided against it because I don't trust YouTube to not shut us down. Ah, good point. Yes. It's the only reason we're not live streaming it. But as soon as it is done, and that'll be today, it's going up there for you fine folks who support the show. Now... Carl, last week we had an episode about the creepiest tattoo artist. That is correct, sir. Yeah, my guy traded tattoos to teenagers for sex. Right. And your guy held down a teenager and forcibly gave him a tattoo. Uh, On his forehead, they said, I'm a loser and a thief. Yes. Yes. And uh, no sex, though. No sex stuff there. Just torture. Mm. Tattoos really torture. Do you have any tattoos, Carl? I don't. You don't. It's not hard. On the forehead when you're 17? You don't think that's pretty torturous? Nah. Nah. Well, I tell you what is torture, sex with you. That I could see is qualifying. Uh, The police have yet to be called, but that's because I hide the phones before we begin. I'm going to bring on our results girl, Jess, to let us know who won last week. Hello, Jess. Hey, Jess. Hello. Uh, How are you guys? (laughs) We're doing awesome, Jess. How's it going with you? Good. Good, good, good. good. (laughs) Now, you saw that last week everybody voted on the creepoff.com. You and Alex have worked together to tabulate the proper votes. Yep. Hold the on. The results a are in. Hold it. The, the votes are tallied by Alex and Jessica, yeah. both of whom don't like me. How is that fair? Alex loves well, you. Oh, no. They're, How is that they're, fair? Tali- they're tabulated by Alex, who then sends them to me, and I just read them. Even worse. Why is that? Why do you think Alex... <laughs> Even worse. I, at least Jess sometimes likes me. But. Alex helps you all the time. <laughs> Gangrenously is a good egg. And he know, helps he you is. a lot. He is Don't a good, shit he's a good talk guy. that kid. All right. How dare you? Uh, but 
with 89 votes to 50 votes, Vinny won by 64.02%. Please. I would like to point out, we got a, a reply from that email from WATP show that says, I demand a recount. Winky face. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Carl, I'm just going to go ahead and use the, the words of the great Scott Steiner. The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you. Because I'm up to nothing in this that round. That is true. I got to start bringing it, I guess. I guess I'm just not uh, making compelling arguments over here. I thought I was. Everybody. I got to course correct. I'm going to course correct on today's episode. I am also going to course gotta correct get back today. Into it. No sex stuff. No sex stuff? Not not on my presentation. No minors getting stuff in their butts they don't want. Nope. Interesting. None of that for me today. You really are changing it up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I'm going and I'm going to lose so hard it's going to hurt by next week, but we'll find out. All right. Hey, you know, since we have our results girl Jessica here, I th- I want to try something. Can she also be the super chat reader, Jessica? Jessica, you want to read some super I, chats for us? Sure. Because uh, it is Super Chat them. Monday, and the way that we celebrate <laughs> here is by allowing you to super chat us, and then we read your super chats, starting with uh, Kinky Loco. Uh, hola, everyone. Excited for Detroit yet? No. Everyone ex- Yes. No. Detroit's going to be $2. off the hook. All right. I didn't read them out. Uh, gut, four ninety nine. Carl loves spinning the wheel. I'm I not think a he fan. does. I think he does, folks. Not a fan of spinning that wheel. I think it is his shot. A lot of Freud. consequences. On I that think wheel. he's into it. I don't enjoy. You know, I think we got some really interesting. I got to come here and start practicing, actually, because you get to spin that wheel anytime you want. Now that's in your studio. Yeah. I think that you're probably getting becoming a master at how to get it to. Stop I don't where think you that's want true, to. Carl. Just like on the show, I'm gonna start coming here and practicing. Just like on the show, I never touch that thing. Yeah. Good point. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, King of all killing for days. Go ahead. Uh, five dollars. Did you see Dan? So- is it Soder? Soder. Dan Soder. Soder on the regs says that comedy in the at the Carlson was one of his favorite clubs. Yeah, he was on Joe Rogan talking about uh, how much he loves this club. And really, yeah, Soder is the best. That's awesome because uh, Anthony Justin said the same thing on his podcast after he got done performing at this uh, club and spending a weekend with yours truly, hanging That's out right. in the green room. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Good hang sometimes. <laughs> Couldn't tell. I did not know who that was. <laughs> you don't know who Dan Soder is? No. Very funny stand-up guy. <laughs> oh, man. He is uh, coming back in October, and I'm looking forward to it. Dude, the wind-up is, is insane. I, I just saw outside when I was coming in, you got uh, Kyle Dunnigan. Yep. That's a great get. I'll yep. come here for that. Yep. Uh, Bob Kelly. Uh-huh. A Bobcat Goldthwait. Yep. I didn't know he was doing stand-up again. Yep, yep, yep. We got Bobcat. We got... Uh... There's a couple I'm not allowed to say yet that our contracts are working. Nice. But um, I'm going to say initials, Carl. Okay. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a tease for Carl. This is just the preliminary stuff. Okay. D-A. I don't know. D-A. I don't know. Okay. i have to think about that. Okay. I have another Give us one. your guesses in the, in the chat, what, who you think D-A is. Who's your favorite comedian of all time? Um, oh, <laughs> David Tell, of course. Yeah, no shit. I should have probably thought of that, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Don't all know. right, all right. I'll feature. Fine. Twist you're, my arm. You're bu- you're I'll booked. feature for that show. You're booked. I was going to say John Mulaney, but I don't really watch that many. No, Jeff Dunham. I like Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Jeff Dunham, the guy with the ventriloquist? What? what? Yes. And you like I'm this show and you like Jeff Dunham? 
I haven't watched them in a while, but as in high school and middle school, I was just like, yeah, puppets. Carl. <laughs> what is going on right now? Buddy? I, I, you said favorite comedian. I was like, well, oh, the, no. guy with the puppets is funny. <laughs> what the hell is he supposed to be? The guy with the puppets is funny. I actually, I interviewed someone walking out of one of his shows, and this is the no. audio from that. There have been no laughs! What do you mean? I was- None! I actually have uh, audio of the audience listening to his show. I don't care. I don't care. My jokes don't go over. I don't care. Everybody. Uh, you know, I actually have audio. I remember. <laughs> I think sucks. I remember I was recorded the night that I accidentally wandered into a Jeff Dunham show. Oh, Carl. really? I walked in and, <laughs> and here's the audio. I went. Huh, 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 <laughs> as I ran the fuck out. All right. Um, everyone's opinion is valid on this show, Jeff. I denounce it. Don't feel bad. Sure. The chat says otherwise, but sure. Yes. <laughs> Don't Never read the chat. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting a kick out of it. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my Jess, God. anything else? Any other uh, things you want to tell us about and the subreddit or anything else that's going on? Did you see the um, machine and tell us how much you loved it? Oh, what? yeah. Did you see me on with uh, Tony from Hack the Movies on Friday night? No, but Tony told me about it. Yeah? What did he say? He said that he was like, guess who was featured on Stuttering John? Me. And I was like, okay. I was sitting on the beach. I was like, all right, Tony cool. Tony about him. Okay. Now I see what's going on. Oh, here. you just realized it the wasn't Italian exactly made it about that. himself? Never coming. I'm not going to be featured on this show ever again after what I said. No, of course you <laughs> are. We love you, Jess. Can I please get as many Jess Dunham photoshops as possible this week? <laughs> yeah. Oh, please. Well, let's make no, Jess one of, the, one of the puppets. I would love that. Yes. All right. That's a good idea. That shit's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, that was no. Little, that was like high school Jess. Okay. I'm going to give you another shot at this out of love. And no pressure here, obviously. Yeah. We'll um, edit this all in post. Oh, yeah. Worry. Yeah. Of course, this will never hit the, the regular show. Yep. Um, Jess, if you had to like repick that. Who would you say your favorite comedian is? Scared. Um, John Mulaney. Okay. Fine. That's I'm fine with Mulaney. Okay, yeah. That's a comedian. All right, cool. <laughs> very good. Oh, I swear to God. Check out Dan Soder. He's very funny, Jess. You'd, you'd enjoy his, okay. uh, his stuff. Okay. What Do you ever go to live comedy shows? Do you ever go to like a comedy show, Jess? My friend Ted is a comedian. And we go to like his like... Like we go local ones where it's he's the only good one. And then there's people there's like guys who are very misogynistic and will be like, the only place a woman belongs is the kitchen. I'm not even kidding. That was a joke. And then he followed up with and and he's like, and the other place women belong is below the pants. And I'm like, what? Yeah, this this guy walks up there and everybody, everybody in that place was like, um, we need to go. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go ahead and say good premises needs to flush out the punchlines a Just, little bit. Here, here's one Hello. for you. Why don't women wear need a watch? Because there's a clock on the stove. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's <laughs> how you tell the women belong in the kitchen. See, see yeah. that was already better than the other guy. Hey, this, J- this hey, reminds Jess. me. Hold on, I had a quick conversation I had with this woman who's a, a, a mother at work years ago, and she was telling me how she didn't like uh, the sport of ice hockey. I said, well, ice hockey's amazing. What do you mean you don't like ice hockey? Uh, what are you watching? What are you, oh, she goes, oh, well, my, my kids play. They're like 12 years old. I'm like, well, yeah, of course that's going to suck. 
You're going to these comedy shows with amateurs who aren't good at comedy. You're like, I don't know. I don't like comedy. It's like, no, you got to go see good people do this. That's how you learn whether you like it or not. Yeah, the the problem is a lot. There is a weird subculture in America of open mic performers that think they're fucking the second coming yes. of Carlin. And I'm just going to tell everybody who's watching this or listening to us for a good time, for shits and giggles, pop into one of them and then go to a real comedy club. Yeah. And I think it's a fun experiment. It's a fun experiment just to see how fucking off and delusional people are. You'll be amazed. Blind Mike finds some really good ones. We featured one on Who Are These Socials recently where this guy is releasing you know, jokes on his Instagram and they're terrible. And he's performing at all these different clubs in front of big audiences. It's unreal. I feel like everybody should just quit comedy. Okay. Just because Vinny has, so everyone else needs to do now too? No, I just feel like everybody should just let the really funny people can, do it. Can you just let me feature for David Tell first and then I'll quit comedy? Sure. The thing that I haven't ever started doing? I have no say in that matter. All right, sounds good. I'm sure David Tells probably wouldn't be thrilled. Of course he will. Okay, we'll find out. So uh, I beat you again. That's <laughs> yes, pretty you did. Good. That's pretty Congratulations. good. Congratulations. Uh, do we have any more super chats coming in that we want Jess to read? Any super or super chats for Jess to read? Uh, I think I think we're reading super chats from here on out. All right, Jess. Thank you very much like. for coming on today and telling us. Oh, there's one. Vinny is my favorite comedian. Vote Carl. Dayla, right. two dollars. I'm reading it backwards. We can all agree on that. Yeah. What did uh, Dylan from somewhere say? All the mic drops I've seen open micers do from battle observations is massive. The host had to say no mic dropping several oh, times each night. That's hilarious. I, it's exactly <laughs> right. Dude, you know, who are these open micers would be an amazing experiment. Oh, God. That would Tony fun. Hinchcliffe. I yeah. mean, Kill Tony is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But who are these open micers? When we do a live show. I think that we should set that up somewhere. We should set up a, a space. Well, and we could host it. And just let any listeners come up and we do stand tried up. to do that in Philadelphia with Manny. Manny's like, "Hey, can I start the show doing comedy?" We're like, "Yeah, this will be great." And then he was pretty good. That was good. He was it good. Ruined he was everything really good. for it. Like, damn it, I wanted to watch him bomb, and said he was pretty good. People liked well, it. Well, listen, man, Manny might be the exception, but yeah. I think there might be something behind that idea, and maybe we could revisit it. I like it. You know, when you decide you need another podcast to do. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> Jess, thank you. We will see you soon. Have a great week. And uh, follow her on social media at Jess Daydreaming. And please, sincerely, send in your photoshops of Jess Dunham for me. Wow. Hey, I got a quick uh, programming note since you mentioned all my podcasts that I do. Yeah, please. It turns out that uh, the show that I'm doing with Stuttering John and his channel is not happening today. John is getting his uh, motorcycle repaired. He's got to go pick it up. So we're going to be doing it tomorrow instead. Tomorrow, 6 p.m. on Centering John's YouTube channel is going to be the time when that happens. Tell John hi for me. Will do. Your buddy John. Yeah, my new best friend. I can't believe you went on his stream and you yucked it up with him for an hour. It was longer than that, it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time. Uh, I got to tell you, hell of a nice guy. Oh, I don't know boy. what your problem is with oh, him. Oh, boy. Here we go. He was nothing but gracious. He told some great stories. Uh, I thought he was interesting. Um Fingernails, I told him. He's got to get those things trimmed. He's got to clean those things up a little bit. But other than that, great guy. That's the only thing? That's hell the only nice fault? Guy. It's just his fingernails? Yeah, hell of a nice guy. You can find. Okay. Yeah, hell of a nice guy. You sure. should go subscribe to Stuttering John Melendez Patreon if you want to go see okay. the whole episode. All right. Sounds good. You know, you were doing your consequence, if I recall. I was. While we were doing that. And yes. you were cheating the whole through the whole thing. That's not true. I was listen I listened to the Bill Shout song 120 times in a row. Okay, so here's the question. 
We let every. I asked you this question on that stream. You wanted to originally do that with Joe. Joe uh, what's his name? Joey C. Joey C. Yes. Joey C. Right, and, interview with Joey C. And Thursday. I said, leave because I'm the people's champ. I said, leave it up to the people. Yep. Let them decide. And they said, no, you can't do that. That is cheating. So instead, the next day, you decided to break the spirit of the edict that was given to you by the listeners and had Lorenzo Areola. Well, who was my first guest? Hold on. If you're upset about this, who was my first guest? Me, because I'm allowed to come on to gloat. Yeah, I'm allowed to come on to gloat. But then I left. I wasn't going to sit there with you and listen to that shit. You were supposed to sit there and take your medicine. Vito Giswaldi, Tony Mack, the movies. Yeah. Um, Lorenzo Areola. Who else came out? Oh, Craig from yeah. Very Good Show yeah. and Blind Mike Project. Uh, who else was on? Yeah. It was star-studded. It was star-studded. But it was Cardiff supposed came on to for a just minute. be you. Oh, you never said that. See, you got to make the rules. You know what? You, you know, know what I'm going to do now? Was, you know all what I, I decided? Was I had to stream myself listening to that song All right. So here's what's going to happen. And I did. Here's what's going to happen now because you cheated. What? Here's what I'm going to do. Here's That's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. When I'm done with the show today, I'm going to text my buddy John a picture of you in the cow bikini for your show for tomorrow because I'm sure he'll love to pull it up and show it to you on the stream yeah. and just rub that in your face. Come on. I'm going to let John have that moment on you. How do you think? What do you think about that? You know, Vinny, do your worst. Do your worst, buddy. I'm not going to do that to you. Come on. <laughs> Come on. It'd be really fucking funny, though. All right, Carl. We have a game to play. Oh, oh, I, I've been calling him Carla, and then I find out he does wear a bikini. I, I, I called it. I knew it. I knew, I it. knew it. He's very... Aff- I, I called I, it all along. Gonna... Carla. Tell him to call you Cowl from now on. Oh. That might catch on. Uh, oh, boy. The thought of that just... Made this fat heart stop beating for a second. <laughs> Which was more than a second. God. <laughs> I heard that. Ugh. So I won last week. That means that this week I get to go first. And this week's competition was inspired by a little trip I had this weekend to a place called Zubru. Oh, you went to the Zubru. I went to the Zubru, which in Rochester, you could walk around the zoo and watch drunk people and look at the animals. You know. And as I was looking around, I realized there was a lot of places for mischief for these employees. Uh-huh. And I thought, maybe we should look into the world of zoos. And it opened up a whole new world to me. I did not realize that private zooing and like these private farms and all this stuff that people have are out there. This is like a cesspool. It is like a culture of psychos. Well, I think we all learned that from uh, Tiger King. Well, yeah, but I didn't really pay much attention. I, right. I turned that off halfway through. Okay. All right. I don't know if I ever finished Tiger King. Well, uh- Did he get away with it? No, I think he's still in prison. Um, Also, I think there was a Tiger King 2 that nobody watched. I know I didn't. And I think there's also a Carol Baskin thing, too, that they put out. Like, Netflix really tried to get more uh, documentaries on this, and it just did not work out for them. And they uh, stopped making Trailer Park Boys season. So, you know, fuck you, Netflix. Fucking Netflix. All right, you ready to get this thing started? Ring that bell. Carl, my creep today made national news. National. Wow. <laughs> the whole excited. world. I'm already excited. He put the Wait, did spotlight. You, did you just say the whole world? The whole world was watching this one, buddy. Do you know what national means, Vinny? Yeah. Well, <laughs> global and international. Okay, I was saying yeah, national right. and international. I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> All right, fine. I think I have a drop for this. Oh, no. Uh, somewhere, yep. Uh-oh, oh, boy. Retard alert. Retard alert, class. All right, so what, what was the whole I, world watching? I, I heard that. I yep. heard that one fair and square. <laughs> what was the whole world watching? All right. My crew today, this guy was a Vietnam War veteran, Carl. And you know what he did in the Vietnam War? 
He was the guy who sat on the side of the helicopters firing the machine gun oh, at villages. Dude, that's the coolest job you could have right there. Yeah, I don't think it does a lot for your mental health. Probably not. But you got to think about that. So Vietnam ends. Now video games start getting invented. Yep. And you're like, oh, this is not even near as cool as the shit I was doing. You have to fast forward another 40 years yeah. to get to a part where you could actually play a video game where you're just, they have that game, right? Where you just murder. Yeah. If your Vietnam. grandpa walks in on you playing Call of Duty and doesn't flinch, he was a pussy in the war. Right. Good point. Yes. Now, he had a lifelong love of exotic animals, Carl, and he spent his life after he got out of the military uh, basically collecting, displaying, and renting animals for events. Okay. Now, he didn't have proper licenses to be doing any of this, Carl, mm. especially like the displaying part, like going out and doing the, those uh, kitten cuddle parties and things like that. He didn't have any real legal stuff. He borrowed a license from somebody else and faked his way through it. And he was also an avid lover of guns, Carl. When you can imagine somebody who was shooting helicopters, uh, you know, shooting people from a helicopter for a couple years, you know, might become... You guys have fond memories of gunplay, yeah, for you sure. you become fond of them. Yes. And in 2008, well, before that, he opened up his own home zoo uh, in Zanesville, Ohio. The place was named the Ohio Animal Escape, okay. which... I don't think the word escape should ever be in the name of a zoo, but yeah. okay. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's a pretty on-the-nose name after when we get to what we're going to talk to. And I would say that this man qualified by 2008 as more of an animal hoarder than a zookeeper all right well you just disqualified yourself but go no ahead. no i did not because he <laughs> you trust me it. we're gonna get there uh he gets arrested on federal gun charges in 2008 carl possession of machine gun possession of a firearm without serial numbers he was possessed uh convictions for possessing a firearm without a serial number the, ch- the charge stemmed from the same search of thompson's property in 2008 where they found several firearms that did not have serial numbers machine guns that are illegal uh Submachine guns that were illegal, and he had a Mac 10 as okay. well as other firearms. So he had basically an arsenal and a whole zoo on this property. I bet he was very popular too. He pled ch- guilty imagine. to all these charges in 2010 and got one year in prison. Okay. Now, he blamed his bitch wife for turning him in on the gun thing. He doesn't know, who t- he didn't know who turned him in, but he blames his wife. And their relationship was not good. He's in federal prison for a year. He had to hire somebody to come and take care of these animals. Sure. She stayed there. A year later, in October, when he gets out, she's long gone. Smart. She moved out. So now he's there, filled with rage. The memories of the crying babies at the birdie villages in Vietnam in his head. Memories. And on October... 18th, 2011, Terry Thompson decided to go around releasing all of his animals in his collection. Okay. Now. Sounds like a bad idea. Well, yeah. Let me tell you the list of the animals, Carl. I'm losing my spot. Uh, Let's see. 18 Bengal tigers, six black bears, two grizzly bears, two wolves. One monkey, one baboon, three mountain lions, and 17 African lions, nine males, and eight females. <laughs> that sounds fun. Where was this again? Zanesville, Ohio. Nice. So he goes and he opens up all the cages and shoots himself in the fucking head. Oh, cool. That's a fun so way now, to go out. Yeah. So now 
all of his animals you know, are everyone else's problem. I was just going to say, that's going to be the most interesting day to ever happen in Zanesville, and he's missing it. And you wonder you why- You want to stick around for that. You wonder why the world was watching, Carl? Because nobody knew what to do. It first gets called in by a gentleman who walks. He has a, a horse farm next door to this guy. And he goes out to go feed his horses. And there's a fucking lion standing in the middle of the field eating a horse. Jesus. <laughs> That's a bad day. So, obviously, he goes back <laughs> into his house. He starts calling 911. Uh, there's, I see there's a big giant bear out there. There's a lion. Yeah. And they're like, what? And he goes, I live by Terry, to- Terry Tosh. They're like, oh, so now the police start showing up at the property. And as they get there, there are lions and tigers and bears. What the oh, fuck my. What are the police going to do about this? Exactly. They're Carl. not equipped to handle this at all. There's if, there's, like, if there's a drunk bitch, she doesn't want to do field sobriety. Yes, police could do that. There is 50 insanely dangerous animals <laughs> right around this place. Uh, and so they didn't really know what to do. And I'm going to show you a couple of things here, Carl, because I know how much you like to have some visual displays for your stories. Here's the sheriff discussing the situation. Here we go. We had animals outside that fenced area along the road that were trying to get loose. I had deputies that had to shoot animals with their sidearms at close range. That's how volatile this situation was. We are not talking about your normal everyday house cat or dog. These are 300 pound Bengal tigers that we've had to put down. Hold on a second. why is this guy explaining this to us? Does he think we're that stupid? Because what was happening? <laughs> we know the difference between a house cat and a, a tiger, I think. I think this guy likes hyperbole. What I'm trying to say, though, is that animal supporters and animal rights people were calling the police station and blasting them. You're killing innocent animals, man. Oh, uh, okay, right. They were calling and screaming and yelling at them for murdering these animals. But the fact of the matter is these animals were going to kill a lot of things. Yes. Whether it was humans, whether, whether it was fucking Jack Hanna was the uh, emeritus director of the Columbus Zoo. They flew him to the scene of this and he they brought him out to explain to people, calm down, we had to fucking kill him. Or they could have gotten the crocodile hunter to just like probably jump on their backs and ride them off to stick his thumb in their assholes till they fall asleep, <laughs> yes. whatever it was he used to do. Right. So, Carl, let's hear a little bit more from the police officers that were on the scene. Now, they're shooting all these animals as they're escaping. They set up a perimeter around it. And as they're trying to get out, they're blasting them like it's Nam again. Well, I got to say, for these police officers, this is the most fun day they've ever had. They got to be loving this. Just target practice no, for days. No, because here's the what happened. At some point, they have to get up there to find out what else is up there, and they have to get close to this house. They oh, have I no wanna, idea. Yeah, I don't want to do that. How many animals? I just want to stand back somewhere safe and shoot. I don't want to like have to go. This guy right place. here is the dude who went up there. Okay. Listen to this, and let me tell you, this seals why my guy is the biggest creep. Wait, right. do you hear this shit? Unable to approach the body. Until they had control of the animals. Okay, let me just add this. This guy just explained that he walked up towards the house and saw the body of Terry Taylor laying in front of the house. Right. With a gun there and a pair of bolt cutters laying next to him. And a tiger pacing around his body. Okay. So they killed the tiger before they could get up close to his body. And they were just like, his body had been chewed up and been kind of mauled. So they really didn't know... What was going on yet? Did all these animals escape? Did this guy let them go? No one has any idea. So this guy starts checking the cages. 
What do they think? This tiger grabbed his gun and shot him? Who knows? I mean, it's pretty obvious they what can, happened here. Well, they don't know because the body was so chewed up <laughs> yeah, that he had it. put a bullet in his own head until after gotcha, they examined gotcha, the body. Gotcha. They thought maybe he had his gun, was trying to fight off the tigers. I'm just picturing the tiger pick up the gun and be like, oh, look at look who's in the cage now, motherfucker. Yeah. Back up, bitch. Did you ever see the video of Joe Exotic with that tiger like trying to get him? That yep. shit's scary. These it's, people are dumb as it's a fuck. It's bit scary. And their attention to the cages. We could see at least two or three lionesses that were inside. Drake Prouty would come up on my side, reach into the door, and then attempt to shut the door and then latch lock it. Uh, so we did this through several doors successfully. I look over and maybe three feet away from where the door is, there's a large hole that's cut in the chain link fence. As soon as I saw that, I remember the blue bolt lock cutters that are laying beside Terry Thompson. We wow. Not only, did he make sure, together. not only did he make sure that they couldn't lock the animals back up, he just made sure that they had multiple exit routes to get out, Yep, which is really kind of insane. Uh, Super Chat coming in. Jerry, uh, one of my customers is a lawyer. In the 80s, he was hired to help a woman get her kids back from CPS. They were taken because she had pet lioness in her backyard that would lick their kids' wow. faces. Wow. These people are fucking us. By the way, Jerry, you're the man. Jerry is the fucking man. Love you, Jerry. I wish I... Hold on. Hold on. Jerry. Fuck yeah. That's for you. All right. Thanks for the 10 bucks. Um, here's another fun part of this. They have kind of accounted for what they thought were the amount of animals that were there, mm -hmm. right? Sure. But they realized there was still one tiger running around. No oh boy. Uh, listen to this story. Tell me if this is a fun day at work. We got to the point where we had uh, one tiger left. We calculated an estimated dose based on what we thought this tiger weighed. And I took one gun and two darts with me. I Wait for a minute. They're letting the do? woman do it? This is an important job right here. You only get two chances at it. I got, I got, and I, I think I know why. <laughs> I think I know why. Why do you think? Bait. Ah, okay. Yep. Good, good okay, call. This is going to work. The most god awful, you know growl roar comes out of this thing and it just leaps the tiger went straight at her and then the gunshots just rang there are 48 animals that we had to put down those animals included one wolf six black bears two grizzly bears nine male lions eight lionesses one baboon three mountain lions and 18 tigers. Fucking this woe is me motherfucker gets out of prison to start his life again and decides to wreak utter fucking havoc on his town. He doesn't know that the cops are going to be able to handle this. He just knows that these animals are going to go out and fucking kill. And he's like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. I'm done. Fuck everybody else. That's a creep, ladies and gentlemen. All right. And... Before I close it off, I'm going to show you one picture, and I really hope we don't get in trouble for this. I'm only going to flash it on the screen for five seconds. This was needless, everybody. Oh, boy. That is completely needless. All right. So, Vinny, compelling presentation, my friend. Hey, did I do good? As always, you brought it. I tried. But I brought it as well this week. And yeah, everyone in the chat is talking about Tiger King and Joe Exotic. I did not bring Joe Exotic, nor did I bring Carol Baskins. Because you brought, already brought her once for some reason. I brought the biggest a-hole that was ever a part of that series, and that would be our boy 
Jeff Lowe. Oh, Jeff the dude Lowe. with the fucking weird ass jeans. Jeff the, the Lowe was, the the bedazzled yep, jeans. That's the one. He was arrested in Vegas <laughs> back in 2018. All that's right. where we're gonna pick up this story. If you play my number one, we're just gonna go in order with these videos. Okay, no problem. Vinny. Hold on, I got you covered. Here we go. The events that led to Lowe's arrest began when animal control and city marshals descended on this Las Vegas home on Natalia Court. When the city served a search warrant in November, they impounded a tiger, a lilager, and this lemur. According to vet records, the two cubs were sick. As part of the plea agreement, Lowe has to surrender the animals and pay $10,000 in restitution for their care. Are you allowed to feed fucking lemurs gummy worms? I was wondering the same thing. Like, this reporter's really getting into it. They actually got the lemur that was taken off this guy's property? Tell us, Mr. Lemur, are you feeling okay? So he's, he's living in a pretty nice place in uh, Vegas. He's got some fun animals. And why does he have these animals? My track number two. Boom. He kept his exotic cubs at a home he rented near Tropical and Rainbow, charging a fee for private interactions with the baby animals without the required permits or inspections. On his website, he was also advertising the Jungle Bus, which would pick people up on the strip and take them to a top-secret hideout to play with what? tigers. <laughs> this guy's really stupid. So he's up to a bunch of illegal shit that he's advertising on his website. It's top secret. No. <laughs> yeah. Just don't tell nobody. By the way, this is very secret because everything we're doing is illegal. So please <laughs> keep it on the DL. That guy. Don't it, mind. This is exactly what I assumed that guy would be doing. Yep. I remember this dude. Yep. I remember this dude. Yeah, okay. this guy's a piece of shit and he's and, so indignant about it. So uh, my third video talks about uh, he was not taking care of these animals properly. Okay. The two weren't feeling good, I heard. Yeah. They're breaking the bond between mother and cub and they're putting the well being of the animal second to their ability to make money off of them. The city's vet records show Vegas and Paisley were both underweight when they were discovered by animal control. Both had severe diarrhea, UTI infections due to fecal contamination, giardia, which can be passed on to humans, and pancreatic conditions requiring lifelong treatment, which they will get in this Southern Nevada sanctuary. And the animals weren't all that was taken from Jeff Lowe's house. And so I'm aware of the firearms, you got ATF problems. I'm not even comfortable with him on the street, period. This city property report shows marshals impounded multiple semi-automatic handguns and rifles at Lowe's home. The firearms belong to no, 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 no. Mr. Lowe, don't talk about the firearms at all. That's his attorney. <laughs> That's his attorney. Go, shut yeah, 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 yeah. What do we say about talking about the firearms? Ixnay on the firearms fay, please. So, so they found all these guns, and Jeff Lowe's going, listen, I was just holding those for a buddy. And he's like, no, shut up, shut up. Don't say anything, you moron. The answer is what guns? That's the answer. Right. Jeff, also, you dummy. I have to say, Vinny, All I right. find these uh, these baby tigers, these cubs, very cute. And I wouldn't mind petting one of them. But not if they have watery diarrhea. That just That's a turnoff for me. I don't want to hang out with any animal that has watery diarrhea. <sighs> Sounds awful. You know, while I was researching this, Carl, you're German, right? I am, yeah. Yeah. My family was. Yeah. At I, one point. I don't want to break this to you. But obviously my go to here was looking for like bestiality cases at the zoo. Mm -hmm. And uh <laughs> obviously my go to. Yeah, well <laughs> it's on it's on brand for the sure. show. Um one of the things I found out when you brought up the thing about how he was having the private parties, right? Like yeah. the private tiger parties, come on out, whatever. Do you know that in Germany there's animal brothels? I did not know that. 
Yeah, I was trying to get the details on this, but apparently there's zoophilic tourism to Germany because of that. So I just thought you would want some more shame. To what throw types to of animals are in these brothels? I don't know. I okay. tell you. Probably cute ones. Uh, if if anybody in the chat knows about or has been to one of these animal brothels in Germany, please. That's right, Kenneth Pogue. Let us know. You know the game they used to play on? Uh, uh, let me answer that, Dayla. The answer is Google. You the, empty-headed uh, dipshit. Google. The game they used to play on Adam Carolla show, they might still play it, is uh, Germany or Florida. They would read some crazy story, and it either took place in Germany or Florida, and it's very difficult to tell the difference with yeah. what people are up to. Okay. Moving on, my uh, my fourth video. So what he decides to do, since you know he's, he's got these animals in his house in Vegas, they're like, we can't do that. It's like, fine, I'll just move out of Vegas. So he leaves Aha! Vegas. But I will get away from these federal charges but by moving. Where, right. But that's where his customers are. So there is a little bit of a, an issue here he's got to figure out. Lowe wouldn't talk on camera. Over the phone, he acknowledges he still comes to Las Vegas, but said it's just to do private parties with lucrative celebrity clients. He says he still rents homes here and admits he brings tiger cubs into hotel suites by rolling them through casinos in suitcases. What? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this fucking guy. He never learns. He's just like, all right, I'm not allowed to bring people to my house. Then I'll just bring the cubs to the people. Fine. You win. Government. Yeah, that's not a good way to raise tigers. Throw them in and out of luggage. Well, he's not good at raising tigers and lions, as we're about to find out in my fifth video here. Okay, okay. See, so when they're this size. Video of Lowe on Facebook contradicts what he said to us on the phone. He told us he bottle feeds his big cats from birth, and no one is more knowledgeable about them than he is. When they get too big, he says he retires them to his USDA-licensed Greater Winniewood Exotic Animal Park in Oklahoma, where he says they live safe and healthy lives. But the video, shot by a British media company, shows Lowe being mauled by one of his lions. Nope. I mean, I didn't think he was going to kill me, but you never do, you know. Um, he's He was a bottle-raised baby, and just today he just wasn't in the mood to be played with. After the attack, he adds... Let's not let the guests see the blood. Lowe is currently under investigation by the USDA, and controversy has followed him for years. Lowe says he also exhibits animals in Las Vegas on private plains and tribal land where he claims the long arm of the law can't reach him. He calls our local laws overreaching and reactionary, saying the entire system out here is anti-business and corrupt. Piece of shit. Wait a second. They're anti-business in Las Vegas. I've been to Vegas. There's a lot of businesses there. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and, and just tell you something, Jeff. The motto of the city is what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yes. They don't give a fuck what you do. It's pretty relaxed. Apparently, you might be crossing some lines, sir, for them to be that upset with you. So you'll notice that he said, he goes, look, I, I raise these cubs, bottle feed them, and then when they get too big, they go to the zoo that I have in, in Oklahoma, and it's a great place. They live great lives. Let's find out if that's true, because this is a presentation from Shark, showing animals respect and kindness. And what these guys do is they fly drones around. Sound like animal fuckers to me. No, they are not animal fuckers. They have uh, very cool drones that they fly around these private zoos to see what they're up to and uh, report on it. 
It's important that people see just how badly the Lowe's animal victims Jim were Kelly treated. Looks horrible. <laughs> I wish everyone who supports animal captivity would spend a few hours in those cages. Unless you've been incarcerated in a Viet Cong prison camp, I don't think you can possibly imagine what it would be like to be confined to this environment for weeks, months, years, for as long as you live. The Lowe's victims also suffered from inadequate shelter from inclement weather. A tarp does very little to protect an animal from the ravages of an Oklahoma winter, and the winter of early 2021 was particularly brutal. Our observations sometimes uncovered physical ailments, like an apparent hip problem for this lioness. So this is not good. This is not uh, humane. Well, I'm just going to say something. You're telling me that your guy's a creep for keeping animals in cages? My guy was a creep for letting him out. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know why you do this all the time, Vinny. You yeah, I, do it to, I do it to bother you, and you it works every time. Your presentation. I don't do that This to is you. how I ice you, Carl. This is me icing you, yep, dude. It's I a know. game. All You're right, being let's, iced. Let's keep it going. So um, apparently Jeff's not a fan of this group shark filming him and his zoo, as we're about to find out. Whether it's legal or not, we'll shoot the drone down. Yes. I'll face the repercussions if I shoot the drone down. The Lowe's turned the entire property into an oversized garbage can, and the garbage extended right to their front door. The remains of animal carcasses were strewn about, mixed with other trash, including containers of various chemicals that were visible on the surface of the standing water. Breezes coming off the property carried an ungodly stench. So this is brutal. These animals are just dying, and they're just letting them rot right there. They're burning them in pyres, and they're just letting these animals and the bones and carcasses just rot away and stink up the place. So do you think the animals really care that it smells like dead things? Don't they like that? Isn't that like Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure the animals love that it smells like um, decomposing animals. While they're in their little cage and they can barely walk around it. I'm sure it's a lot of fun for them. Okay. Well, sure, they're digging it. As long as they're having fun. So this is funny. This is just a fun clip that I have for us. So Jeff's son, Taylor, he's going to take these drones out. Oh, no. Jeff Lowe's son, Taylor, spent days shooting at Shark's drones, but his incompetence was frankly embarrassing. I publicly advised him to close his eyes when he pulled the trigger to improve his chances of hitting something. On May 18th, the federal government finally came in to remove the exotic cats from the Lowe's Zoo from Hell. Our drone filmed as cage after cage made its way to trailers and an opportunity for these poor animals to finally enjoy better lives. Yeah, I'm sure they're loving this. Well, at least they're getting them out of these tiny little cages. Yeah. All right. This this last clip I have is pretty brutal because they're not doing a good job of keeping this this zoo up the way that it needs to be. Yeah. I think we've established that. Yeah. Because the Lowe's had turned the property into a dump, there were tons of flies, far more than would be otherwise present. Tons of flies means vicious fly strikes, wherein the insects eat into host animals and they lay eggs inside. The eggs hatch into maggots who eat their host's flesh. This leads to infection, illness, and death. There were so many flies that the concentration was even visible to our drones from the air. 
This camel was clearly tormented by the flies as it constantly moved and contorted in a vain effort to keep them away. What does this fucking asshole even have a camel for? <laughs> I know, this poor camel. Like, what the fuck is this camel even doing <laughs> here? Know. You can't fucking wheel that baby Maybe. camel in a suitcase. I think I might have just won with the fact that these animals have maggots being born inside their skin and then eating them away. In their skin. Now, well, listen, man, the conditions of where this guy, my guy had his shit was probably on par with this. So probably. Yeah, we don't know. 100%. We'll it was it way worse, everybody. I, it was I, way, I way worse. Documented footage of so it. So worse. Sure. It was so much worse. But I have a kicker, Vinny. Do you know what Jeff Lowe is up to these days? Because you don't really hear about him anymore. Probably TV stuff. So back in, uh, what was that, 2021, they finally came in and took away all of his animals. And uh, he's no longer allowed to own any type of exotic animal okay. ever okay. again in the United States. So he said, fine, I'll go to Mexico. Vinny, can you pull up a web browser right now? I'm probably good. I want you to check out the Instagram page that is Instagram.com slash Tiger King Park. This motherfucker and his wife have decided to go ahead and start up a, a whole brand new zoo in Mexico. And they are flaunting this shit. They are so proud of themselves. After all of his torture and abuse, this pompous douchebag... Is, goes down to Mexico, and look at this. Uh, if you scroll through, you'll see their, their daughter is playing with cubs, th these tigers. Oh, they're living by the beach. Yeah, they're, they're living It's uh, close to Tulum. Wow. It's, it's unbelievable. There's just there's so many images. Ooh, look at that. Cast of Tiger King. Oh, yeah. He's still promoting all of this stuff. He's still a celebrity. He loves being a celebrity. His wife's always out there doing His wife's her thing. cute, man. Yeah, she is. I agree with that. And oh, not he's only got that, foxes. That's cute. I want to go. Not only that, Vinny. But he's got a cockatoo. This guy is working on or a three or four. He's working on a premium tequila called Tiger King Premium Tequila that he's advertising too. So now you can buy Tiger King tequila, Vinny. All right. I don't think I'm going to. Can you to. fucking believe this shit? The guy moved to Mexico and started up another zoo. He found a guy who wanted to get a zoo started with him, and they started up another zoo. Well, that's the only place the long arm of the law ain't going to get <laughs> yeah, you. Right. Forget tribal land. Let's go to Mexico. <laughs> All you got to do is kick up to the cartels. Give uh, the cartels a couple baby tigers for their mansions. They're going to love you. Thecreepoff.com is where you want to go to vote for Carl this week, who brought the creepiest zookeeper. I would Jeff highly Lowe. recommend you visit thecreepoff.com, except I would go there and vote for Vinny. And Terry Thompson, the real monster here. You ready for a, who are these creepos? Never been more ready in my life. Lay it on me, baby. Who are these creepos? Who are these creepos? That's something we've been doing on the show for many months now. The reason why we do this on the creep house is because we believe we have the greatest true crime podcast out there, aside from Sword of Scale. And we like to prove that. By presenting the other true crime podcasts that are out there. Oh, yeah, we got some uh, super chats to catch up on. No, you're all right. I, we'll, we'll hit them after. There's nothing pressing. Okay. Um, so what we do is we take down the other true crime podcast one at a time and prove that we are superior. And I do that by pulling clips and presenting to you what these other true crime podcasts are up to. And it's usually no good. It's usually drunk women with gay guys reading Wikipedia pages, giggling about nonsense, unlistenable. This one today that I present to you is a very different style show. Check out the premise of this podcast. Okay. Welcome to Virtual Criminality. I'm Ian Higton, and in this podcast, I combine two of my greatest passions, video gaming and true crime, into one gruesome whole. 
Each episode of Virtual Criminality will focus on a different video game villain, and I'll be presenting their fictional stories as fact, in the style of a true crime podcast. That means, along with all the usual gory serial killer stuff that you'd expect from a real-world true crime podcast, there'll also be times when we get to explore not only the fantastical, but the supernatural too. So, if like me, you're into true crime, video game theories, and creepypastas, you, my friends, have come to the right place. Well, I'm not, and you're a dummy. Virtual Criminality is the name of this show, and basically what he's doing, he likes video games, so he's picking out one of the bad guys from a video game, and then presenting as if everything that he did is real. It's very similar, actually, to what you guys did on that pro wrestler um, episode of The Creep Off. The one you were on? Yes. Yeah. But I wasn't in on the joke, but you two were, you and Colin. So, okay. It's similar Never to that. mind, he's a genius. It's similar to that, except for he's not joking. He really is presenting this very seriously, as you will hear. The case you're about to hear is going to seem far-fetched and unbelievable at first, and I should know, I thought the same when I first started researching it. But, just as I did, you too will soon come to see that this investigation contains solid, undeniable and irrefutable proof of the existence of an ancient abomination that's known simply as the Slender Man. So, after he does the disclaimer to start the show, Hey guys, this is I'm just going to present this like it's real, but it's not. It's based on a video game. Even gets a spoiler, in case you haven't played The Arrival of Slender Man, I'm going to give away some things that happen in it. Okay, um... I want to say this about Slenderman, but those two girls didn't murder that other girl because of Slenderman. Slenderman's not true crime. There's nothing true crime about this. That's why this so is so why ridiculous. Is he just... It's so ridiculous because he starts up by saying, none of this is real. I'm making it all made up. This is all based on a video game. And then immediately transitions to, guys, this story is unbelievable, but you got to believe me. I've done the research. You, you have to believe me. And yes, I know that this may sound far too absurd to be true, but I guarantee you that, by the end of this episode, you will believe in the Slender Man too, and you will understand the true extent of his evil. So by the end of this, we're all going to believe in Slender Man, something that was invented on something awful, and became a video game and then a movie. So it's this not is... a real thing that anyone oh should believe God. in. Oh my God, thank you, Carwiller. This is peak dork. This is peak dork, yes. This is not good. This is not good. And he he includes all these little details to make it seem like it's real. Stashed inside a rusty tin box that was jammed between two old shelving units, these letters had been lost for over a hundred years. But in May 2010, after returning from their trip, the explorers scanned the contents of the box and uploaded the images to the R Old Letters subreddit, where they can still be found to this day. So I'm like, well, hold a second. So now, now these letters that don't actually exist are on a subreddit somewhere. So I looked up this subreddit. The subreddit does exist. These okay. letters don't. Okay. But he's, he's providing these details here, and he gets really descriptive. Now, letter Vinny, one, up, up, down, down, B square. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Dude, so dumb. Listen to how he describes a drawing that was written, that was drawn by a child that is found in this stash of, of letters. Here it's sketched out using the same black ink that Rose had used to write her diary entry, but due to its age and the water damage, the once straight lines are now smudged and faded. 
Just above the chapel, Rose has drawn two fluffy clouds, while in front of it, on the left-hand side of the page, is a large four-petaled flower, which is possibly a reference to the wildflowers that Maggie mentioned in her letter to Rose. This is so unlistenable. He, this is all made-up shit based on a video game. And the video game's got to be way more exciting than this, right? I would hope. This is like if Robin Leach was the biggest dork on earth. What is that voice and the delivery on this? I know. It's, well, it's professional. I'll give him that. He sounds professional. Fair enough. But the content itself. I like the, um, someone in the chat put uh, uh, American Cupcake, episode six, Wario. (laughs) (laughs) Is Wario related to Mario and Luigi? It seems that way. Stay tuned and you will find (laughs) out. You will not believe what Wario has been up to. All right. Listen to the fucking unnecessary details that he puts into this description. All right. This next letter is from Frida Matheson's sister, Francisca, and in order for it to be a part of this collection, it would have had to have been posted by Francisca from her hometown of Heubach, Germany. Ah. Its faded words are written in black ink on yellowing paper that bears the signs of having been crumpled up into a ball at some point in the past. However, its surface also still bears these straight, deep fog lines from when it would have travelled across the seas in an envelope. And that's where I tapped out, Benny. I'm sorry, I couldn't take any more of what this. What the hell is he supposed to I, be? That's my last clip. Virtual criminality is the dumbest premise I've ever heard. Very poorly executed. It's, it's terrible. Unlistenable horse shit. We're better than them. You know what I want to say to that guy? Go suck your mother. Yeah, haven't dropped that in a while. What did that say? Go suck your mother. I thought, I thought that's what it said. Jesus. <laughs> it's inappropriate. I'm not a nice guy. All right, so I guess that means we're done with uh, who are these creeps today? I am done. Awesome. That's enough. Hey, let's hit those super chats real fast. We got yes. a couple coming in. Right. We got to go up ahead of Jerry because you missed a few. Oh, okay. Um, this is for Jess, $2 from De La. Nope, sorry, missed it. It'll uh, appear Didn't in your get it in pay, time. Jess. Uh, I have two pets. Am I considered a zoo, zoo owner? Yes, you are. You're in more fact, a, I'm exhibit. changing my creep to De La. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we agree on a creep. <laughs> Dude, do you know, oh, okay, I've never busted his balls on this show. The creep after, the creep off after show is happening still. Oh, good. It's Belody and Dela and a couple other people. And nice. I thought Belody the... left that show. I'm glad I, to hear that. I don't know. I think he was back. Somebody else, Sal Lamy. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. They, I, <laughs> they invited me on. I got like the link, and I decided, you know what? I'll show up for a minute. Sure. And I and I pop in. I sat in the waiting room for 15 minutes Come on, they, they got they up and took a bathroom on. break <laughs> he got up and took a bathroom break and i was sitting there going i'm right here like hello so you never got on the show never got on the show that's hilarious all yeah, right i like story. those guys i like those guys even more now yeah the show's way better without me. it's awesome hey we're just talking about manny uh manny muskets thanks for the two bucks we love you manny i think the mr hands video was filmed in a brothel i think it was just filmed at a barn yeah, I think so too. Dayla, five dollars. Carl, can you own tigers in Florida? He said, no, he inv- says you can own tigers in Florida. Please invite Vinny. That's not a, they do have panthers down where I live. That's yeah. that's an interesting idea. Well, I hope you do. I hope you get some. Because I know that will end perfectly. Well, my pet alligator will take care of any panthers that try to fuck with me. General Ocean Wolf of the Tukey Taliban, thanks for the two dollars. He says, Tukey World Order, we cannot be stopped. I'm all in. Listen, give me a two T shirt. I'm in. 
The we, TWO. We bow, we bow to Tukey, <laughs> our overlord. Don't blame me. I voted for Cardiff. <laughs> uh, Uncle Sammy Poo, thanks for the $1.99. I hope Jeff Lowe drinks the water in Mexico. Agreed. Yeah, then he could have the, the runny diarrhea or something. William Loney Esquire, thank you for the $2, says, remember to spay neuter your pets and vote for Vinny. All good. Is that the real Bill Loney? Has he just gotten fancier? I think so. Okay. I think so. It might be his richer uncle. That's fine. Uh, it's time for some voicemails, Carl. Let's do it. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. It's that time once again for the Great New York State Fair, or as the Carnies call it, Homecoming. See you in Syracuse. You got any car? Got any uh, I don't. Car? I was just checking. I don't, I don't right. have any this week. Here we go. Let's start. Wheel of Consequences idea. Grow a mullet. The winner gets to so- gets to decide how long you keep it. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. No, but I would say forever. That would be my choice if it was up to me. Hey, according to uh, McBird87, Hypocrisy Police is watching us right now, Vinny. Hey, John. <laughs> hey, Mr. Melendez. Hope you're having a good day. See you tomorrow at uh, 6 p.m., Mr. Melendez. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be doing our show. John, I'm going to be sending you a picture of Carl in a bikini for your show tomorrow. <laughs> Carl Bikini. Keep an eye out on your Twitter. It's coming your way, buddy. Get this motherfucker. You're the worst. Get him, John. You're the worst. Get him, John. John, John, no, John, with friends John, like you. John, John, with the leprechaun. Like John, John, John. <laughs> Get him, John. You're an asshole. Kick his ass. You're the worst person. Fuck. <laughs> Guys, we got to reconsider the forehead tattoo punishment. I mean, how funny would it be that the loser or the winner gets to write whatever they want on the loser's <laughs> forehead in Sharpie, and then the loser has to go to somewhere public like Walmart or maybe like go to a McDonald's and order food and eat it there. Just something like that with whatever the winner wants on their forehead. Fucking hilarious. Wait, hold on a second. Call me back. He thought the most humiliating part would be going to Wendy's with a tattoo on your forehead. Like, all the employees have that. <laughs> Why would that be embarrassing? A guy gave me a McFlurry the other day and a teardrop tattoo. Right. I mean, what's the problem Yeah, there? it's pretty normal now. All right, we got another one. Hey, you know... Let's pause for a second, because we need to discuss consequences. You have one outstanding consequence. I do. Currently. That's correct. You cleared the other one? I did. Okay. So you agree that I did clear that consequence? Well, no. I'm going to let you clear it, because I'm giving John the picture of you in the bikini. Oh, come on. For his show, and that's the, that's going to be the cap of that. That's I, I love how you just change the rules as we go. You just keep changing the rules. It's great. You changed the rules. I did not. You broke the spirit of the game, Carl. That's you not will true. Be punished. All you said was You'll be a... held accountable, Hold on a sir. Let me ask you, you a question. You cannot defile the creep off Let like me ask that you a and get away with it, Do sir. Do you remember what your first consequence was? Maybe, maybe your third. You had to sit and listen for 12 hours straight to Opie, Stuttering John, and Patrick, Patrick Michael. Michael. I did. Maddox. And what happened? We came over to the studio. We were hanging out. We were hanging out with you, shooting the shit. Okay, fine. I should have said you had to listen to the Bill song for 12 hours, and I would have allowed some visitors. Oh, is You oh, had see? two hours, you, you baby. Keep, you just keep changing the rules okay. on me. I'm gonna, well, listen, I was going to offer you an oh. out on your Gary thing, but now I'm not going to. All right. Apologize. Apologize for what? Apologize. What am I apologizing for? What do you cheating, mean? apologize for cheating. What are you talking? I did not cheat. You were the first Apologi- guest I had on this. Apologize stream. for cheating. Stop it. Please apologize. You stop it. Come on. Say you're sorry, baby. Come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop it. 
Mr. Trump says to please stop. Okay. President Trump. So I have a proposition for you. I thought about this because I okay. know you and Brian Johnson going to Gary. And like, I know you did it because you were peer pressured and you're going to put it off for forever. But I do know something that you are going to go do mm-hmm. that uh, I can make very, very uncomfortable for you. Okay. So here's my proposition. In lieu of Gary, Indiana, I happen to know you have tickets to New Era Field to go see the Buffalo Bills, that hack piece of shit team, go up against my Miami Dolphins <laughs> this year. October and 1st. Think, October 1st. That's correct, which is sir. like a month and a half I believe away. it's Highmark Stadium now. Is it? Jesus. Gro- even worse. Oh, Highmark Stadium. Oh, hi, Mark. Welcome to the Bills field. <laughs> I did not. To a jersey. To a jersey to the Bills game. I have to wear a Tua jersey to the Bills game. Yeah, in the stadium. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this. Yeah, real quick. you're going to be found dead. So Vinny will not go to a Buffalo game when the Dolphins come to town, which happens every year. Nope. Because those people are nuts. Bills fans are fucking crazy. No, I'm you're sure we've not all crazy. Seen- you're assholes. Well, they're also they're crazy. Garbage people. They get very drunk. They jump through tables. They squirt ketchup and mustard on each other, and they beat up fans of the opposing team. Mm-hmm. So what do you what, say to a jersey? So what you're doing is once again, and I have to explain this because I find this fascinating. Whenever you're given a choice about my consequence, it almost always includes physical harm to me. Like you literally want me to get beat up, Have you ever... which is weird. It's a weird thing because I thought we were friends, and yet you're always just like, "All right, well, let's see. How can we torture Carl?" Okay, fine. How about we just pull about his toenails out? Okay, one of the time? you know what? You know what? How about this one? How about this? You know, you 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 can't handle it. Listen, I've gone to the stadium wearing dolphin stuff. Yeah. I've had people try to fight me. I've had people grab me. I've had beers thrown at me. Yep. And I laugh even harder in your fucking piece of shit Bill faces. And by the way, you owe me for that beer. That was seven bucks. Still mad about that. <laughs> with inflation now. They're probably, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with this new stadium deal, they're 17. Jesus. Piece of shit team. All right, I guess the Dolphin fans will get out unscathed this time. Well, I've, I've had it happen to me, but I mean, I'll tell you what. You could wear a jacket, but you have to spend at least one quarter with the with the jersey outside of your shirt out outside. Then you can put a jacket back on. Okay. Or or you wear the jacket until Miami takes the lead, and then you take it off, and then everybody throws stuff on you all at once. That'll be good. Okay, Vinny, I will consider this. This is a serious punishment, as you know. <laughs> I am a huge Bills fan. I go with my friends every year, and the Dolphins are our biggest rivalry. And wearing a Dolphins, I mean, I, well, I wouldn't even be able to put on a, a Patriots jersey. I have to kill myself. You know, the Dolphins even, you are know, up there. You know what's more harrowing to do? Like if they win, you have to take the jacket off as you walk out of the stadium. Oh God! Where if the, the Dolphins j- win the game, I have to, I have to skip out of there. Well, cheering. no, when the Dolphins win the game, you have to be bouncing as high as you can with those feet. <laughs> okay, I mean. Take that under consideration. I'd love to see people's feedback on that. I don't want to be accused. Okay. Of, I just uh, thought it would be fun, everybody, to watch. It Carl's is Eye. fun, and we could definitely film it, and we could see what happens. So it, it would be, we would definitely come back with better content than a trip to Gary would be. Oh, I feel like you would have a real bad afternoon. I'm trying to ruin the bills for you. I don't know if anybody's noticed. <laughs> I've noticed that. All I'm trying to. Ru- I'm trying to do you a favor, like the kid who got caught smoking. I'm trying to get you never to want to do it again. Yep. I understand. Right. Put me in the closet. Voicemails. Oh, yeah, I got this one. Sorry. Yeah. Here we go. 
Holy shit, guys. So I'm a first-time caller but a long-time listener. And the reason why I'm calling is because I have to tell you guys this. So the last week on your scum parade, you talked about a story about Jatia Martin and her roommate who not only had sex with a 16-year-old girl but then also had sex with a dog, which not only do I know Jatia Martin, she was my old babysitter from like 10 years ago. <laughs> and we lived like from a, a street away from each other. Wow. And not only that, I currently work with her and just saw her the other day. Holy shit. Um, so I guess she's not in jail at the moment. Not sure why. But um, now I have so many questions to ask her because this is such a weird way to find out that your old babysitter is a weird dog fucker is from a podcast you've been listening to for three years that is in New York. Um, so nuts. I, I, what should I even ask her? Like, first of all, what breed was the dog? I'd ask her. Was it a chihuahua? Swallow. Was it a great day? I need to know these details. What gender was the dog? Because not only did uh, her roommate, the guy, have sex with the dog, but also a 16-year-old girl or whoever the gender or age of that person was. But, like, I got to know how this dynamic worked out. All right. That's all I have to say. Poodles. Wow. Small well, world, eh? It sounds like you don't need our help. He's got all the questions already yeah. loaded up, so that's good. Yeah. Could you get her on the show for that's, us? That's what I was just going to say, yeah. too. Ask I'm like, that. I would love for her. If you want to know what to say to her, just say, hey, there's this podcast I was to do. They'd love to talk to you. So let's yeah. see if we can get her on the show. Yeah, and we'll start off with some easy ball questions with her, like, hey, what are your thoughts on Jeff Dunham? Yeah, we'll ask her about Jeff Dunham. We'll see if she likes my teeth or not. Yeah, well, and hmm. then we'll move on to the hard-hitting stuff. Oh, I want I want Jadzia Martin on the show. That's crazy, man. Jadzia. Right, okay, so going to Gary Ann is pretty dumb, right? All right, yeah. Thank you. Here's an idea. Loser has to buy a piece of property in Gary. <laughs> uh-huh. Worst $50 uh, I ever spent. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's that a good funny. idea. I wonder what I could get in Gary, Indiana. It can't be that expensive, Dude, right? I, does it make you like a lord? Like if you buy land in Scotland? <laughs> I'm a landowner here. Oh, shit. Bow before me. Okay, what else we got? Last one. Hey, guys, you're old pal, DP. I normally don't notice when there's things that need to be corrected or mistakes made, but this one, this one kind of got me in the feels, Carl. You see, it wasn't Hulk Hogan getting put in the Hall of Fame that started the whole Thunder and Paradise thing. No, it was a handsome, brave, charming man of medium height and penis length with a slightly nasally voice who loves you guys and called in and said, hey, do Thunder in Paradise. It's going to be fucking great. Thank you. That man. That man deserves a lot of kudos. In fact, most of the kudos. That that and the guy that sent in, the handsome motherfucker that sent in the DVDs, that one wasn't me, by the way. Jerry, but Jerry, sent you Jerry. Guys, the fucking videos deserves infinity blowjobs. And now that you've got the actual show on DVD, like the show show, I hope you're ready for the world's greatest fucking TV theme song in the world. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. We're watching it today, buddy, right after Fan, the show. It's fantastic. It's my favorite show right now. Hey, Carl, you know how we were we were trying to record the bonus episode on Friday, which was right. Hulk Hogan's 70th birthday, by the way. Oh, happy birthday, Hulk. Happy birthday, Hulkster. And uh, we were having some technical problems because of the file formatting that we had to use for this. So I reconverted them. I have them ready to go today. But one of the things we were discussing, we got to get our hands on Thunder in Paradise merch, Carl. Oh, right. Yes, because I want Thunder. The boat. Yeah. And I'm sure it doesn't exist. I'm so, sure they didn't make this, but maybe they did. Did you look it up? Did you check eBay or anything? I, I looked up some stuff, and I coincidentally, some 
fortune fell in my lap this week. What? Here's what's going on, right? No wonder you're in a good mood. We got to find somebody who's got a 3D printer who could make us Thunderboats. Mr. Hannah. Mr. Hannah. We need some Thunderboats. But there has never been a Randolph Hurricane Spencer action figure. No? No. But I found this Hulk Hogan figure that I think that if I find the right person can customize properly, maybe add an eye patch. Okay. Oh, yeah. That looks like Spencer to me. Yes, it does. He's got an America bandana on. He's all ready to go. Been looking for any excuse to buy a toy. (laughs) That's the greatest Hulk Hogan figure I've ever seen. It's pretty sweet. I bought it immediately. Nice. All right, Carl. I guess that's all the voicemails for this week. That would make it time for a scum parade. Scum parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck charades that these creeps have made. Scum parade. Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum parade. Like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat scum parade. Vinny. Yo. There is a three-bedroom, two-bath, 2,100-square-foot house in Gary, Indiana that is selling for $1.195 million. How is that possible? How the fuck is that possible? Who lives there? The fucking king of Gary, Indiana? <laughs> All right. I uh, I might have been wrong about uh, property value in Gary. It seems like it's a little bit more. Oh, it's an up-and-coming. It's an up-and-coming. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, man. They're going to need a fucking gentrified machine. Yeah. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take that a lot of work. That fucking town is uh, all like falling apart. Every picture I've seen, like every building, yeah. looks like your mouth. Hey. Oh. Well, oh, that was I called for. Where'd that come from? That <laughs> the new Zing Gang, is it me? All right. Let's start in Chicago, very close to Gary, uh, Indiana. Chicago. Started in a uh, very popular seafood restaurant, a place called Algeri's Seafood. Uh, Some folks were visited from Michigan and Ohio, and a gentleman by the name of Claudius Payne was there with his family trying to enjoy dinner. And apparently these tourists, Carl, nobody likes a tourist, right? No, it's generally annoying when tourists show up. Yeah, nobody's happy about a tourist. Unless you are a tourist, then you're thrilled. But... These folks were having too good of a time for old Claudius, Carl. Okay. Now, they were being a little loud, maybe having some drinks. And uh, Claudius approached the table and told the group that he found them being loud to be very disrespectful. All right. Good for him. That's the way that you settle these things. You talk it out. He then complained to a manager who spoke with the tourist table. Probably don't have to do that, but okay. But you know what? The group partied on, Carl. Oh, come on, guys. They They didn't settle down. And... I don't know who the creep is here. Do but... they not know the Chicagoans keep it real? Did, did they not get the memo on that? <laughs> they, they, I believe this is the definition of fuck around and find out yeah. right here. Uh, he became so angry, Claudius did. He flipped a large tray filled with seafood onto one of the men. Fun. Yeah. He demanded. Food fight. All right, we're off to a good start. That everyone at that table pay for him and his family's dinner. For okay. disturbing them. Sure. You guys were so loud disrespectful. You're paying for all of our meals. And the guy said no. So he flips a fucking plate of food on everybody. That's when uh, the article says the prisony stuff began. Okay. 
Prosecutors say Payne then lifted his shirt to display a handgun in his waistband. As the diners tried to calm him down, he pulled the gun from his pants line and pistol whipped one of the tourists in the face. See, these guys got to experience the real Chicago. This is the story you want to tell. I wouldn't be surprised if Payne actually works for the Chicago Tourist Board. Because this is what you want to have happen when you go to Chicago. How was Chicago? Oh my God, it was so authentic. It was the real Chicago yeah, experience. I get to cast off in about three weeks. <laughs> oh my God. He At that point, another member of the tourist party took out their own credit card and said, hey, listen, I'll pay for the fucking food, dude. Settle down. He went to the cashier so he could pay for the Payne family's meal. Surveillance video allegedly showed Payne following the man to the register with the gun in his hand. Uh, the police were alerted by a 911 caller who begged them to get to the restaurant before someone got shot. They arrested Payne about a block away, but cops never found the gun. The victims identified Payne as the offender. They said almost all of the events were captured on the restaurant surveillance recordings. And, well, I'm sure uh, he was a legal gun owner. I'm sure he's being a res- you know, responsible legal gun owner, Vinny. Uh, Payne has pled guilty to three counts of attempted armed robbery and unlawful use of a weapon by a felon. Oh. That's not good. And he received a 10-year sentence for robbery and a concurrent three-year term for a gun charge. So the good news is in Chicago, he's receiving a 50% sentence reduction for good behavior and oh, credit good. for time served. So also, the other fun, let's get him back out on the street. The other fun detail is they dropped the charge where they gave him an ankle bracelet and he just took it off. <laughs> I'm always shocked to hear that someone with an ankle bracelet is able to just get, take it off and go out and do shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never heard that but before. But they clashed with his Jordans, so, you know. Yeah, good point. All right, Houston, Texas, Carl. You read this story. I did. I was very confused by it, and... I find this to be either brilliant or insanely stupid. Okay. In Houston, a man has been arrested and charged in the fatal shooting of another man on Tuesday in Greens Point. The suspect's nickname is Pee Wee. He's 52 years old. He's been charged with murder. The shooting was reported around 7.15 a.m. at a parking lot. The shooting victim, whose identity has not been released, was found suffering from a gunshot wound on the sidewalk. He was pronounced dead at the scene. A witness told investigators that the gunman fled the scene in a motorized wheelchair. See, this is what I like. This guy is not handicapped. He's handicapped of murder. We hit that dun dun dun. <laughs> I don't have that <laughs> didn't have that one or anything. Yeah, my uh, bad. But yeah, that's it's either I don't think the guy was handicapped, Carl. Oh, really? Because when I saw the headline, I was like, oh, shit, what did Crippled Jesus do? I haven't talked to him in a little while. Well, What's he up to? I'm trying to figure this out because the victim, they said the victim was sleeping on the sidewalk at the time of the shooting. So either this guy... Either, never mind. This guy was in a wheelchair and shot a fucking sleeping homeless guy is what happened here. All right, the problem is these ramps that we're building everywhere. Yeah. If stairs yep. were the only option, these yep. murderous wheelchair people would be contained. We would know where they were. Ground floor. I agree. Stairs are a problem. No, stairs, the ramps are the problem, Vinny. No more ramps. Oh. Let's put some obstacles in these people's way. I like the ramps. I'm a fan. Get away with too much for too long. Stairs are the problem, Carl. Stairs are the problem. All right. I knew you wouldn't agree with me on that. Not even a little bit. (laughs) So, Carl, let's move on to Dauphin County. They took a three, this woman in Pennsylvania. (laughs) Yeah. Carl. Uh, how much money would you spend to get revenge on someone? Like you have to be all re- of it, all of it, <laughs> all of it. Okay. Yes. Okay. If I if I have a murderous rage in me, the, uh, you can't put a sticker price too high on that. Okay. Well, this woman took a lift from Dauphin County, Pennsylvania, 
three and a half hours to Kennedy Township, Pennsylvania, uh, to shoot a family. Okay. Now, this is what I was thinking when I heard this. We've all taken lifts before. Sure. Do you think you'd calm down over the course of a three and a half hour long ride? No. You think you'd get even more yes. pent up and ready to go? It depends on the driver, Carl. I, I, what, I radio station, what radio station's on? Are yeah. they playing pop music in there for three and a half hours? And I'm like, oh, everyone's fucking dying. What are you? I was just going to kill one bitch, but now everyone's got to go. What are you playing, Stern? What is this, Howard 101? Someone's going to die. Oh, someone's going to die. Someone's going to die. Thank goodness they don't play any of the Stern John stuff on there anymore oh. because John oh. tried to sue Sirius XM. No, it's bad now without John. Oblivion. It's bad now without John. Oh, I forgot John. you're a John fan today. Okay. I am a, I'm a John fan always. First, right. last, and forever. That's right, buddy. That's my pal. What was what was your favorite bit that I did on the Stern Show? Go. Uh, I think my favorite bit John did on the Stern Show. Huh. I liked it when he stole the Bowie puppet. That was brilliant. I hate you right now. That was brilliant. He stole so the puppet. What? It was good. That was pretty good, wasn't it, Vinny? Yeah. It was pretty. It good. was good, John. I, I liked thought it. of that all by myself. Really? I'll oh be- yeah. I, what, were, oh, what were you doing that day that you came up with the idea? Most of the funny things that you heard on the Stern Show was because of me. Huh. Okay. Some people say I was a call screener, but that was just one of the many things that I did for the Stern Show. Head writer, stunt boy. He was doing jokester. all those things where that show was phenomenal, Carl. You're jealous and you're obsessed. The show did get better when it moved to Sirius XM, but... It's neither here nor there, Vinny. That's sour grapes. Neither here nor there. All right. When police arrived at the scene, here's what happened. She's facing a half dozen counts, each of aggravated assault, simple assault, reckless endangerment. The police were called to the home uh, for a report of seven gunshots fired. Initial reports of a person being shot turned out to be inaccurate. Police had a couple who were fostering and planning to adopt one of this woman, Kayla Menny's children. We're out for a walk when many pulled into the driveway with the lift, exited the car, produced the gun, pointed the gun directly at the victim, fired one shot, then turned the gun towards the couple with four other victims and began firing as they ran away. Dude, this is embarrassing. They couldn't hit one of them. They found nine shell casings. She shot nine times and missed every single shot. Dude, you got to play Call of Duty more, bitch. Three and a half hour ride for this. Three and a half hour ride for that, for missing everyone. Did you look up a photo of this woman by any chance? I did not. Is she attractive? No, I think she might be crazy. Mm. <laughs> She's got mm. those eyes. She got like that, that Britney Spears look. You're like, oh, this bitch would be crazy. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fuck with her. Now, uh, in addition to the 18 other charges, police have charged with carrying a firearm without a license. So, you know, that technicality. Toss yeah. that on there. All right. All right, Carl, let's end the scum parade in the number one place for scum and villainy. Syracuse, New York. The armpit of New York State. You know, when I was talking to John Saturday. Yes. I, I John said to him. Oh, yeah, we had a nice chat. Nice guy. Um, I did say to him that he's got to stop shitting on Rochester so hard. Syracuse is more of the problem. And he laughed and he goes, I, I know, I bet that it's a terrible place. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah. Anytime you t- tell even, anyone, even to Syracuse, they're just like, oh, yeah, it sucks. Even John Melendez is dunking on Syracuse, <laughs> right, folks. Good. I just wanted to point that out. Glad to hear that. Now, the mentally challenged Syracuse man who was kidnapped and tortured for several days in April, turns out the re- they found out the reason why this happened, Carl. Do you remember this story when we covered it? I do remember this story. Yeah. Now, it turns out the whole goal of this kidnapping, and I'm, let me remind you, of what happened. This man was kidnapped by a group of 20-somethings. Mm. He was shot at from a pellet gun at close range. 
Almost one killed of them. him. Yeah, hit, hit him yeah, in an artery. Yeah, hit him in an artery, almost killing him. Yep. When the police found the man, he had several facial injuries, a collapsed lung, bone fraction, and been shot multiple times with a pellet gun. Now, when I drive by these houses in Syracuse, these rundown houses, I just assume that's probably happening inside. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, there's probably some retard getting tortured in there. Did you ever see, uh, what's the fuck's the name of that Jimmy Stewart movie, Rear Window? That Alfred Hitchcock movie. I have not. There's a crazy opening scene where it's it's really neat. Where there's just a house. It, this guy broke his leg. It's the remember the pool episode of The Simpsons when Bart's up in there. Of course, sees, it's based off of that Hitchcock okay, yep. movie. And the opening scene is like you look at this house, and as you draw back, you see all the different things that are happening in the different windows. Syracuse, it's all people mentally challenged people being beaten by their families. There's just one thing going on. Yeah, there's just one thing going on and none of it, and it's not good. So this guy, apparently, Tashawn Adams is the guy who started this. And they kidnapped him in attempt to get control of his social security check that he gets every month. And I'm wondering if anyone, there were seven people... Did anyone divide that number by seven to see how much they, they were going to get of this cut? There's no way it's worth it for what they did. Whatever that dollar amount is divided by seven. The $670 this guy gets a month to live on. Yeah. Like, oh, man, if I had that guy's check, I'd be on <laughs> yeah. easy street. Oh, my gosh. If we all had 89 bucks a month. Holy shit. So stupid. Just so you know, in New York State, and I know this because I worked for non-for-profit agencies for many, many years in another life. Some might say this is a not-for-profit that we're doing right now. Got to pay you <laughs> half of it. Certainly is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay these people directly like their rent money and stuff. They pay the, like when you're Section 8 and all that stuff, they pay directly to the landlord. They pay this stuff directly to the people. They don't give it to them to have to deal with. They get like a small amount of money or food stamps or whatever. Right. So they actually So called. this wasn't a good plan is what you're saying. I'm saying this is a terribly <laughs> a unthought plan. out okay, plan. Yep. And at one point, apparently, they had this guy at pellet gunpoint and they're making him call the Social Security Administration to get Jeez. them named Jesus. as the people to send his check to. Oh, boy. Backfired. Yeah. Because obviously they found the kid and they've all been caught, but... They're all being charged with acting together. There's uh, Tayshawn Adams, Hunter Armstrong, Raheem Williams, Rita Duckworth, Renee Dawson, Jessica Hughes. Three of them were women. And did you see one of them is 61 years old? Yeah, Rita Duckworth is 61. I assume this is all like teenagers and early 20-somethings. But there's a mix of people in their 40s and 60s in this. They're like, oh, man, what a good idea, Tasha. Let's get them. <laughs> what em. the fuck? It's like a Syracuse lynching party for Rita, this kid. Rita, what are you doing with these people? Unbelievable. They would have killed this kid, I think. I think this this kid... Ugh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they definitely would have killed this kid. And I just want to make this announcement to all the future kidnappers who like to torture people out there. You got to tell your boys to put their phones away. There's always one idiot who needs to film all this torture and shit. And then the greatest attorney in the world can't get you out of that one. The great Michael Popak. Possibly the you. great Michael Popak. You know what? Probably not, though. You know what? You, my friend, have committed a crime. Don't do it. Yeah, don't stop filming your crime spree, everybody. I used to have. Oh, here it is. Michael Popak has the tape. You are fake news. There it is. All right, kids. Wrong. No, that's that's absolutely correct. Oh, okay. Uh, folks, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of The Creep Off. I really had a good time with you today, Carl. We hope you enjoyed it. 
Dude, this show has been more bananas than a night out with Lizzo, and I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, we got a few more. Absolutely. Super chats. Okay, we get to that one. Oh, Led Zeppo Lee. Thanks for the down and nine. Fins up and laces out. Hell yeah, brother. Jerry Stinger, five bucks for the trip to Gary. You should just run an RV and drag the whole gang along, swapping out drivers, watching TIP, and podcasting all the way. All right, Jerry, sounds good. Let's make it uh Maybe people can win a chance to hop in the RV with us. Vinny is all a right together. front runner from San Diego, roots for the Dolphins. Vinny loves Dan Marino. I do love Dan Marino. Yeah, he's very gay for Dan Marino. This is very true. I'm gayer for Zach Thomas, I think. Yeah, you went all the way to the... Uh, Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. Last week, yeah. To Last watch week. Zach to, Thomas get inducted. To watch, a guy get, to watch an old man get inducted into a Hall of Fame. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Funny. You know, I got to go look at all the the bus that bus room. Yeah, and uh, that's the only fucking thing that's worth a damn in the pro in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, what else Hall is there thing. to do at that place, dude? It is like shitty museum time. Yeah, just shit facts painted on a wall. Oh, isn't this interesting? Oh, look at that helmet's made out of leather. Yeah, I know. Uh, I get it. Oh, the helmets don't look the same as they do now. The forward pass rule, neat. Please. If they had anything about the forward pass rule, I would have been shocked. It was just the <laughs> dumb. The Pro Football Hall of Fame blows everybody. Is there at least, can you at least play Madden or something while you're there? Is it still called Madden? I don't even know. I don't know. But uh, the only cool thing there, I will tell you, that I got to see, the only cool thing, Carl, this year's Super Bowl trophy. Oh, that's cool. The, ones that the one that they're giving out, it's in the big tube right about this big with the trophy in the middle of it you could walk right up to it there's no way you're going to be able to get your dirty hands on it Mm -hmm. but uh, it was cool to see the uh the trophy the dolphins are going to win this year yeah the only uh footage i got from Vinny was a photo of um was it uh our thomas ralph wilson or marv levy oh yeah ralph wilson i was giving the finger you were giving the finger to the uh the owner of the bills the guy who started the buffalo bills yeah very disrespectful sir and i'll tell you what people very actually looked at me like what are you doing and I was like, okay. <laughs> it's very disrespectful yeah it was probably not a good move in there i was a little worried and hey you know what the, the fucking weirdest fucking thing they have there is you're walking through they had a guy who very 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 effeminate not that there's anything wrong with that. Sure. He's like, hey, everybody, come see the locker room show. It's <laughs> The locker room show? What's he's going like, out of there? He's like, there's the locker room show. And I, shit you not, quote, it's fabulous show. You should go see it. Oh, no. As we're going through it, and my buddy Kevin and I went, and we're like, all right, let's go check out the locker room show. Hologram Joe Namath comes out. Oh. Is he still alive? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and what made it weird was. He's doing like a whole presentation, but he's a hologram. Uh-huh. And then he'll do this little move where he'll be like, uh-oh, all right, let's watch the next video. And then he'll go, and then he'd pixelate out like he was a fucking ghost. Weird. It was very strange. The Football Hall of Fame is mid. Okay. Good to know. All right. All right. So I uh, guess. Hold on, Dela. We got one more from our boy Dela. Thank you so much, Dela, Jerry, all these guys who support us week after week. Vinny tells jokes at Goodwill. They don't even sell my jokes at Goodwill. All right, folks. Uh, We're going to be doing a bonus episode right after this. So keep an eye out, all of you bonus content subscribers. For those of you who are not subscribed to our Patreon, to our Super Cast, or our Back Buy, all the links are on thecreepoff.com where you need to go to vote this week. And uh, Carl, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. I believe that means. Not again. Not again. 
This is very disrespectful. Listening to the Carl Network. <laughs> Shit, partner.